Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking about the Coen Brothers' new film, Hail Caesar. Yeah. So, Tyler, what'd so, you think? <laughs> One of us says it. That's I right. Was waiting, yep. I was waiting on you. I was going to pop in there before you said anything. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I was glad to see Wayne Knight after all these years. <laughs> You don't really see him in anything, but I, I, I like, I kept, I kept looking at him like, is that Wayne Knight? <laughs> is it? Yeah, is it, Wayne it's him. Is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> as soon as he started talking, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta say something. Uh, just gonna throw this out here. Josh Brolin is one of the best actors out there. <laughs> I love him. Everything that he's in, I love. I know you probably. Just, oh no, is it silent? I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I was just waiting for you to finish your. Oh, uh, I think I'd agree with me. Usually, hear like agreement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like, oh yeah, you're gonna watch this movie and you're gonna think, man, Josh Brolin, he's the greatest. He's like, I mean, he he did he did he did a great job in the movie, but like it wasn't his best performance or anything. Well, I loved him in this. So. Whatever, you can bite me. <laughs> well, would, would, how'd you compare this? Compare this to W or anything like that, or or uh, a, a country, a country for old men. Um. Both of those are better. Not 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 better movies. Both of those he's better in them. Okay, there we go. He he has more to more to do in it. You know what I was kinda of surprised about was like how I felt like Clooney was more subdued in this than he usually is. Yeah, he's uh I'm gonna go ahead and throw off one of my throw out one of my biggest notes. Um there is not enough of anyone. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Like, there there was a fair amount of uh Josh Brolin, because I mean, like he's, he's the main character, lead yeah, character yeah, of the film. Yeah. But um, everyone else, you wanted more like they, of them. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like all, they kept on introducing all these really great characters, and then maybe had them in two or three scenes. All right, so I got throw out my other point, which kind of leads to this one, links to this one, I suppose, which is like mm-hmm. uh, Scott Johansson and Jonah Hill had absolutely no reason to be in this movie. Yep. I was like, what's yep. the point of this, all these people? I mean, listen, I, I get the idea that's like a day in the life of this guy. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But, I like it. But, but it's like, that was the that was the only thing that was like other than things that were actually had something to do with the plot. Yeah. If there were a couple other things that like, oh, they're just kind of other miscellaneous tasks he has to take care of, that would have been fine. But this is the only one. <laughs> and I mentioned another person in here that was almost unconnected to the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Channing Tatum. Yes. Now I loved his. I, was, I, was, I don't know if which I start start with the criticism or the love part. <laughs> which one? Which one to start off with? Here's here's what I'm gonna say, Chris. Yes. I really liked him in this movie. I did too. I'm gonna go and criticize one thing though. Okay. There was no point of, of, of him until the very part where he's in the boat. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Completely, which, by the way, like made him awesome. 
Yes. Like I was just like, okay, that's fine. It's fine that now. Shot. Like you're just like, I love that had, like shot. the George, like, rowing in, and he's standing he had, at the, he had, end like, of the, the boat. George Washington thing going on there. <laughs> It's like, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I love this. And like, I was sitting here, I was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, I totally forgot that the submarine was in like the, uh, was in the trailer. And I was sitting here like, oh, it's kind of cool. Which leads me to the next point. Yep. The trailer gave away too much information. Like all the, the punchlines were given away in here. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I know the punchline is this joke is. I literally only saw the second trailer, <sighs> okay. which oh. only displays the, um, oh, the uh, what did a tour so simple yeah. thing. Um. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, oh, I guess now I've been a little bit spun on this thing. It's like, oh, okay, this joke. I know yeah. the joke is. I know jokes here. Okay, well. <sighs> if so it hadn't been spoiled, I had a, a better. better. <laughs> I might have had a better viewing experience than you. You probably did. Um. But no, I, I want to say something about uh, Chain Tatum though. So I didn't. Okay. Spoiler for our Hateful Eight podcast. I was not mm-hmm. a big fan of Chain Tatum in Hateful Eight because we just mm-hmm. he just was kind of there, like anybody could have played that part. And here yeah. though he was like, he can he can sing that by the way that's that's actually him singing by the way yeah when he, he, he can sing he can dance all that stuff um, yeah dude he was th- that oh, the like, whole I I rare I rarely comment on like dancing but like because it's you know in this 1950s movie style and like they they sort of like they were doing it in that way he was really great yeah, they they kept like he looked by the way he looks exactly like he fits in that era too like they yeah, had man. perfect like and one of the things that like I want to bring up though was like it uh, like. Beyond just Scott Johansson and Jonah Hill and mm-hmm. almost chained him to to like the near the very end, yeah. Um, Francis McDormand was kind of just like there. Yeah, it was a gag. It's like oh, it's okay. I was like, all right. She yeah, she wasn't a character or anything. She was just kind of there for a joke. Yeah, which Wait, and it was a funny <laughs> it was a joke. funny joke. Don't get me wrong. It was really funny. Like like when the when the yeah. tapes are messing up, you're just like, what's going on? Oh, and <laughs> 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 she's getting choked out with her scarf. It's great. <laughs> Um, uh, but by the way, the jokes in here are great. I think I, like, I enjoyed most of the jokes. Yeah, some of them were a little flat, but yeah. most of them I was like, oh, "This is great." Because one of the because right. one of the best parts in the whole movie was just like when he had like all the like the ministers and the rabbi. Yeah, <laughs> that there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the floor. I was, I was, I was about to say that one of my dying. notes. The rabbi scene was so great. Oh my god, that was like that was I was I was on the floor laughing pretty much from that thing. I was like, yep. Um, only person in my theater basically laughing because no one else is in my theater. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that here in a yeah, little sure. bit. Um, um, but yeah, I was, I was cackling over there. Just like, this is, this is one of the funniest things ever. Like he's like, yeah, they're just arguing. It's, back it's and like, forth the, it's the first laugh of the movie and it's, yeah. And it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's really a great, great laugh. One. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to enjoy this movie now. And like, I did like mm-hmm. this thing about the movie. Like I enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It's, yeah. Um, okay. So before we get too far away from, the actors. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, y- you you might not like her at all, Chris. Um, Tilda Swinton. But Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. I think I was going to say Tilda Swinton. Never mind. No, yeah. She, she, she's fine. Yeah, she was great. Um, <laughs> but Scarlett Johansson, uh-huh. I have like, I, I, I think she's ca- very capable of being a good actor. Mm-hmm. But um, she like, she's either like way underplay. Like she doesn't get to do anything or she like, she's given a good role and she does well in it or like, like either that or like, Oh, this could have been played by someone else and it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, she wasn't good in this. Nope. She was, she was bad. Oh yeah. She was really bad. in This God, that accent. Yeah. It was, yeah, terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Terrible accent. 
just bad line delivery. And I was like, oh, God. This she is... was completely pointless to the story. <sighs> yeah. She could have been on the cutting room floor. Oh, yeah, definitely. Very easily. And I wouldn't have noticed. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Uh, we, we did bring up Jonah Hill, though. And, like, he's he's only in one scene, but he's really funny in that one scene. Yeah, he's funny. Like, at least he was, like, yeah. at least he made, like, really good delivery. Like, it was, like... I'm so glad that we we got to find out that Jonah Hill was actually a really good actor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank God. A few years ago. Yeah, and a few years ago, it's kind of like, well... And also, like, like, I, also I, I'd like, seen him in Superbad, and, like, Superbad's oh, sort man. of, like, a guilty pleasure for me. And it's like, you know, he, he's fine. He's well, fine What in was it. the movie that we were, like, like we, that we saw that was, like, he was, like, the... He was, like, this is a good actor. Moneyball. That's right. It was Moneyball. You're right. It actually yeah. was. Yeah, Moneyball. And th- after that, it was uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And that was, like... He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. Then like, uh, like his like five seconds that he had in Django was hilarious. Right. <laughs> it was funny. Like, he was, I know like most of his sense are just cut out, or whatever. But like, this just like which the is a bit, shame. Which, it's, it's a shame because like the, the little part that he was in was just like hilarious. Yeah. Um. Very funny guy. He, he uh, does a good job and like when he's given a good script, he does a great job with it. So right. I think I think he just uh, all he needs to do now I think is work with Fincher and he will have worked with like. I, might have worked with all of the some of my favorite directors except for Spielberg. Uh, you shut up. <laughs> He's fine. You shut up. He, he no. If he if he worked with Spielberg in the seventies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, I'd you be like, oh, that's a, that's a must. He has to work with. Hey, him. listen, but, man. Uh, listen, man. He can he can skip him now. Watch our what? Uh, God, never mind. I'm not gonna say anything. Nope. All right, not gonna do this argument because it's not Spielberg. It's a Coen Brothers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And this and um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, do you want to talk about the actors a little bit? Yeah. Uh, each character. Let's talk about each character, kind of. So, okay. uh, Eddie. Actually, let's say Eddie Minix. I'll leave it a second. George Clooney was pretty much like what Kirk Douglas and uh, uh, Charlton Heston, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was. I was, I was like, that's kind of like a combination of the two. Right. Um. Do you think? Do you think that they knew like Trumbo was in production? And it was going to come out before theirs. So they kind of refi- like changed some things a little bit. Oh, I have no idea. I was sitting there. It's like, I wonder if this is like, uh, it's kind of, I mean, I, I doubt they had anything to do. It's, I don't, I doubt it. May, uh, yeah. I, 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 I doubt it as well. It's a small enough movie that it wouldn't matter, but, um, yeah. Um, yeah, although it, this it might kinda, be the smaller movie compared to Trumbo. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Mm. But again, we'll talk it about it. It made like $500,000 in the box office, apparently. Right. I know. Just kind of sad. Uh, but now I'm talking about like Eddie Mannix now. So yes. uh, that character itself was fantastic. Like he was like, you know, I realized in there, mm-hmm. this is totally like the movie. Hail Caesar is like, you know, uh, Ben Hur, uh, it's not like, I won't say Spartacus, I guess, but what is like, the kind of like Ben Hur. Yeah, it's, Spart- it's Spartacus. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. it's a combination of the two, at least I know this. It's like this, like Clooney is a combination of those two. Anyway. Um, but I realized that Mannix is basically Jesus and uh, Mr. Shank is God. Hmm. That's like I was kind of thinking about yeah. that. I was kind of like, oh, it kind of is. Like has like that kind of parallels, kind of parallels between like God and Jesus in there. I get you. Yeah. Oh, like, he, because that, he's because like Mister Shakes like the big man upstairs, and you know, right. he's telling uh, what telling Max what to do, and it's just like, yeah, oh, it's kind of like, it's like <laughs> God stuff. Going I, on I love that scene. Uh, he's like watching the dailies, and it's like. Um, uh, like insert divine entity here. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, that's exactly the way it is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like Coen Brothers since like they worked. Um, uh, f- uh, what was it in 
they worked in Hollywood for like some some amount of years, or whatever. After they went to mm-hmm. New York University, so they know pretty much like not only the history of Hollywood, but also just like what actually does go on. Mm-hmm. And so they they they, they you can tell like the movie you can feel in the movie like they they put like their their knowledge of like the history and like the knowledge of, like what actually goes on into this movie really like right. they fit into it really well like they did this with uh, Barton Fink, mm-hmm. which is like another a movie about Hollywood. In the fifties. In the fifties, yeah. Which, by the way, in yeah. Capitol Pictures is like the movie yep. the thing, whatever that, that's making a Hail Caesar, is the same place that Barton Fink goes to work for. Yep. As long as say Barton Fink, by the way, go watch Barton Fink. Great movie. Yeah. One, yeah. one of my favorite no, movies. No spoilers for Barton. No, no spoilers, Fink. but I love that movie. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I watched that a couple days ago, and I was like, oh, I love this movie. It's funny. So. Hail Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't seen if you have seen Barton Fink, you'll not understand that joke. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring our podcast, Audible. I'm sorry for bringing up Hitler. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, but right. besides, like the references, like to Hollywood or whatever, like this, like um, the Tilda uh, Swinton character. I want to talk about her for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was fantastic. Though. I love the fact that she had like that whole like that twin thing going on there. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea how Brolin got told to, to those two apart right there. And like, how do you know it's a sister? <laughs> right, right. But no. Um, she is based on. I'm assuming it's based on Hedda Hopper, who yeah. was like a huge uh, gossip columnist, which by the way was also in Trumbo. Yes. Um, I okay. So I, I at one point Hedda I Hopper. thought you had said <laughs> that she was playing Hedda Hopper. In so that, that was thing that was like that was what I had read was that she was playing Hedda Hopper. That's what okay. I was being told. So I was very very confused. Yeah. Sorry, man. Like I said, that's what I read, like on like uh, whatever the. So maybe stuff. like maybe the article was saying that she's playing a character that's based, based off on yeah, Hedda based Hopper. off yeah based off Hedda Hopper. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the heck out of uh, mm-hmm. here. Like, I, I, by the way, when we read that, when rather when you read that, mm-hmm. when uh, when you told me Tilda Swinton's uh, playing Hedda Hopper, I was like, perfect. That's perfect casting. <laughs> you, you don't like her or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, like just in um, uh, Burn After Reading, she plays kind of like a like a bitchy character. And which, by the way, she does. Let's let's make sure that we don't say that she's actually a bitch in real life. <laughs> no, 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 she, no, no. It, she's it, a good like, job. She, at it. she, like, she played that character very well. And I thought, oh yeah, like if she just kind of does that same sort of thing with Hedda Hopper, then boom, you got a good, uh, you got a good portrayal of that horrible. <laughs> she was, by the way. Look up Hedda Hopper. If you don't know who she is, look her up. She's one of the and worst you'll, people. And you'll realize time. that she deserved that. Comment. Yeah, yeah, she does. Oh yeah. Speaking of looking things up, Tyler. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look stuff up, you have to read, right? Oh yeah. Do you like to read? I'm not a big fan of that. Well, hey, you know what? That's okay because we're sponsored by Audible, and for you listeners of the Illumination Cinema podcast, movie podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their awesome service. I have to recommend. The uh, the book The Martian, which if if you haven't read the book The Martian, that's okay. Listen to the audio book, and also watch the movie. Both of them are fantastic. Yes. The movie itself is like just it's a great movie, but the book itself is freaking phenomenal. Like I'm not I'm not like I'm not being paid to advertise The Martian here, but the thing is uh, it's it's a great book. Listen to the audio podcast. Like I listen to I listen to audio books like whenever I'm going to work. Or mm-hmm. I'm actually at work, I have like two hours I get to like just listen to like just whatever I want to. It's fantastic. Right. If you're the kind of person who likes listening to a podcast, you're most likely the kind of person who would like listening to an audiobook. Absolutely. So to download your free audiobook today, 
Go to audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash icpodcast for your free audiobook. All right, Chris. Uh, oh, geez. It's like we blacked out for 30 seconds. What happened there? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, uh, let me tell you who I really liked in this movie. That was Ralph Fiennes. Oh, my God. Yes. I totally blanked on Ralph Fiennes for a second there. Dude, um, he played that part so well. I was just like, every time he was on screen, I laughed. Yes. Like he, was a, he was a funny dude, which, by the way, which is weird because he's a fantastic, like, drama actor. Like, I, I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. So, like, the, like um, um, for, like, people that, I guess, general audiences, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, probably haven't seen him in a lot of things other than, I guess, his Voldemort in Harry Potter. Um, and also James Bond. In the James Bond movies, he plays M. Mm. And I, 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 I like. The, I think it's one of the best actors out. There. Like, it's like as far as like really good actors, like like plays great characters, or whatever. Okay, character right. actor. He's he's one of them. Like he's mm-hmm. absolutely right there. Like him, uh, he's on my list of people that I want to work with. <laughs> right. If, if he's not on your list as a if you're a person as a filmmaker, or whatever, add him to your list because he's just he's awesome. Right. Well, uh, I don't know <laughs> who do I have to boot off my list because I have Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Brian Cranston and Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. And n- none of those three are, are budging. Okay. Just I, have, I have Miss Piggy on there. I don't have Kermit. Well, uh... Yeah. I'm just, yeah. It's because I'm feeling a little green with envy. Right. Chris, why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the <laughs> other side? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you going so the guy who played uh, Hobie Doyle, he was, um, he was really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. His character... I had to look it up to figure like who he's supposed to be based off of exactly, but like he's based off like the singing cowboy, uh, person named uh, Kirby Grant, mm. uh, actor back in like the the late forties, early fifties, right? Um, he did like a lot of those kind of movies where he's like singing, you know, but still like does like the fighting with against the bad guy sort of stuff, you know, right, very, right, you know, very very fifties, uh, known for <laughs> basically known for singing and uh, uh, doing stunts and not acting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, no, like that guy was that guy was great. I loved him the entire time. Like it, he was funny throughout the whole movie. Right, he's hilarious. Yeah, I liked, like 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 the way he like had to handle um Clooney at the very end. Like he like yeah did that really well. Like I loved like his little uh using like the little uh spaghetti or noodle string whatever to like do like the <laughs> he has a lasso, the lasso yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love whenever he like gets serious about something. Yeah, yeah. Like he like he tried to take, like he tell he takes his job very very seriously like, you know like whenever Ralph yeah. finds is like it's Lawrence oh I'm, I'm really sad Mister Lawrence whatever <laughs> Lawrence Lawrence, Lawrence. <laughs> he's like Lawrence whatever yeah and so unfortunately that that funny scene that like one of the funny scenes that he was in with him and Ralph yeah. finds is in the trailer right like really although it's it's expanded on in the movie and yeah it's, it is and it's still really funny it's a really great scene yeah um. He's like, he's trying to go through the door and he's just like, was awkward, like walking. <laughs> it's like all the squeaking and his, like, shoes squeaking yep. across. It's like, oh, Jesus. That's the part where, like, he closed the door too tight. And... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And, like, you watch, like, the uh, the cut of it or whatever, like, in the room with um, the uh, Francis, Francis McDormand scene or whatever. And, like, you're just listening yeah. to, like, the. You can tell that they added some foley in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yes. You had, had to use the, uh, was it, um, what was the line? It was the, uh, 
what, what it was before or what, what, was, what it was before? After. What was before? It was like uh, what did it were so simple? Yeah, and he's like, what did it were so simple? Whatever. It's like <laughs> what did it were so simple? Yeah, <laughs> it's like really hilarious. And then like at the very end, like you change, change it to it's, <laughs> it's complicated. complicated. <laughs> <laughs> what it, that's a that's that's a good fix, I guess, right there. <laughs> right, right. Whenever uh, Ralph finds is like arguing with um with Maddox, to, like yelling at Maddox, he's like, I can't have this guy in here. Never. Yeah, and then a couple like a couple scenes later, um, uh, he's like, yeah, he was just in my like he's he's talking to um, yeah, he's he, talking to Hobie, and he's like, oh yeah, he was just in my office earlier, and he was telling me how great you're doing, yeah, which is like exactly the way that like somebody like a fixer like um, Brolin's character would do. So yeah, yeah, um, uh, bro- I think like oh. my only my only other note like in terms of um like funny scenes is uh when like George Clooney first wakes up and he's like uh in the place of the communists. Um, he's like, he's like, they're taking like the finger sandwiches and he's got two in his, <laughs> he's <Yeah>. got <laughs> one in each hand and he's like, before he can eat them, he's, he's <laughs> well, I love the fact that like the, um, like, like let's talk about the communists for a second. Let's talk about them for just a minute. Oh yeah. So they were pretty much like, like no name communists or whatever, but like, right. I love the fact that like they had like a lot of character to them, like in a group. Yeah. Like they were like really funny. Like that, like yeah. they, I, I, I just think they, they were in like, they're really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, to explain to him like all the economic, uh, situations and like stuff like that and it's just like he's like yeah uh-huh mm, really he's like he's like getting into this whole you see he's so easily swayed by oh, both yeah, sides yeah and <laughs> note here actually uh speaking of being swayed both sides uh whenever he's talking to brolin at the very end and like mm-hmm. uh, brolin's like slapping him around yeah. brolin actually slapped him around and so like clooney's like reaction to that was actually like a genuine like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> like what <laughs> it's like and i mean like uh Clooney is, I mean, besides, um, there are a few that have appeared a few times in uh, Coen Brothers films. He's doing like four or five of those But movies. like, yeah, Clo- Clooney, it was great to see him working with them again. Unfortunately, he's hardly in it. Yeah. I, I was like, like I, I loved his character. It's all he had the characters, like, you know, not enough, not enough of them. Mm-hmm. Actually, I guess maybe Hobie might have been like the one they had like just enough of. I, I mean, I still could have used more. Oh, I still could use more. That's something like the whole movie. Like I could use more of the movie itself. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess should go into like the next. If I get to my next point. Yes. The movie just ended. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like yeah. One of my notes is that there. There's no. There's no like climax. Pretty much. There's a little, there's yeah. a little bit of one, but it's like all right. It's it's very like because like it goes to credits and there's like very soft music playing. It's like oh, oh that's it, huh? It doesn't. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of payoff. Yeah, but I mean like. Like everything, like things get resolved. Everything's wrapped up. Everything's wrapped up. Whatever. But like everything's wrapped up. Like, yeah, it's fine. But it's like, oh, just ended. Okay. I was like, like okay. Except for like one thing, which like where they wrote down. I thought that they're gonna bring up the fact that like they wrote down Clooney's name into like the communist like, uh, handbook or whatever. Like had like all the people that like were in the communist group. Uh-huh. Like Clooney's name was on there. Yeah. So I'm like, I was like, oh, maybe they're gonna bring this up at the very end or whatever yeah, at some yeah. point. Just never did. So I'm like, right. I guess maybe it'll be like a thing later. Like if like. Later in their lives, or whatever, not like in Hail movie. Caesar two. Hail Caesar two. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen. No, not gonna happen. No. Because uh, let's talk about the uh, thing we've been sort of teasing this whole time. This movie's gonna do terribly. Oh yeah, absolutely. This thing's gonna do awful. Like um, when I go see a movie, like the like the night comes out, mm-hmm. it's usually a packed theater or like a right. semi-packed theater. Uh, you, or you, something. D- to be fair. You did have like you saw it on Thursday, so there was an early screening. Well, that's that's usually that's like that's like the screen they show like that's like the near midnight screening though, right? So it's like that's usually the one that I if I I go to like especially a new movie, it's right. full like even like a small movie like when I saw uh, 
I believe Trumbo I saw the day of, and it was a packed full of, full of people. And I saw uh, Bridge of Spies when it came out, and it was packed full of people. Mm-hmm. It's like even small movies, like it's still packed full of people. But like, the, di- the difference between uh, those things, like the, the, that's a Spielberg movie and a movie that's coming out around Thanksgiving. The Trumbo thing, though, that explain that one. Around Thanksgiving. I guess so, maybe. Um, but like the, this, so January for studios, for people who don't know, January, you usually get terrible movies because it's crap month. Basically, it's like, oh, we spent a lot of money making this movie. I guess we got to release it. So throw it out on crap month where no one's going to go to it. February is a little bit better, but it's generally still sort of like leftovers. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like it's basically like leftovers and Valentine's Day crowd. So I'm hoping that like, you know, this movie wasn't considered crap by the studio and uh, they they didn't like just throw it out there. But um, and like maybe they were trying to like, uh, we'll just like we'll sneak in the week before Deadpool for Valentine's Day audiences. Right. But yeah. So like, I mean, less people are going to the theater, so that's going to hurt it no matter what. Well, I, I will say I had I had. My theory experience for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went there, they gave me a ticket for like the, the screen to go into, which is like a bigger screen. I was mm-hmm. like, cool, awesome, blah, blah. Um, when I walk up to the, to the theater I'm supposed to walk into, they changed theaters on me right there, right then there, to the smaller theater. Oh, shit. So I was like, oh, crap, that's not a good sign. When they, when they um, do that right there, that means that they didn't get enough ticket sales for the bigger theater than with the smaller theater. Oh no! So I was like, "Oh, boy, oh boy, that's just not. This isn't good." <sighs> so, yeah. So you you saw it on the fourth, like. So yeah, yeah. T- technically, like before the big day. I mean, like Friday. Friday's gonna be the big day, right? Um. So. so I I saw it like literally an hour before we started recording. Um. And the theater had like the, the theater had a decent amount of people in it. Were Were you literally by yourself? No, there? no. I I had okay. like. Maybe five people in the theater with me. Like I had like my my friend, and okay. a couple people like in the front, and a couple people in the back. Pretty much that was about it. Okay, um, like basically like the whole top half of the the, the uh, theater was was full, um, and then like there were some people down at the bottom, but the thing was, uh, I was kind of the only person laughing at some of the jokes. Yeah, I noticed. I had the same pro- kind of problem sort of going yeah, on. Yeah, and like, oh boy, um, <laughs> I heard. I heard. I didn't hear a single positive thing while I was walking out of that movie. Um, whenever we were like the credits rolled or whatever, this guy stood up and like just yelled out like, "What did I just watch?" Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, there, <laughs> oh no!" I, the the saddest moment for me, I like it kind of I I was I was a little uh, disheartened walking out of that theater because the Coen Brothers, uh, you know, producer, writer, director credit came up, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're like, I heard someone go, oh, that's why. Oh, oh no. It's like, I, I have never heard the Coen brothers in a negative context. I have a few times. Some of my friends, like, um, are. Well, your they, friends are fucking dumb. <laughs> no, it's because they, they mentioned, like, the lady killers. I'm just like, well, okay. Oh, sure, sure, <laughs> okay. sure. Like, they, they have had <laughs> bad movies. Yeah. Um, no, you, you mentioned, like, you know, they'll mention, like, Fargo. I'm like, oh, shut up. Then they mention like you know Big Lebowski. It's like oh great movie. I'm like I, and I'm like the opposite. I hate Big Lebowski. Right. That's spoiler for our last Coen Brothers podcast, um, yeah. which we totally need to redo because it's just totally crap. <laughs> it's like totally yeah. crap. <laughs> um, my, my last note I was gonna mention though 
was uh, Roger Deakins, who is mm-hmm. the cinematographer for the Cumberland's like Barton Fink, basically. I think mm-hmm. I was sitting here like just like this is like some of the best. Uh, oh yeah, it's great the best cinematography, cinematography I've, I've seen like in a long time. This this is just beautiful. The yeah. composition of it was great. I love the fact that they shot it on film. Yes, and it looked like I'm not sure. I didn't look this. I didn't look this part up, but they shoot it in black and white and like recolor it themselves. Because the color grade in this thing is very, very interesting. Like it's very. I don't think so. I you can tell it's, you can tell it's on film though, at least. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Film, but it's like the color I, grade I, yeah. is very cool, very interesting with with the uh, made it look like it really felt like it was like that time period. It didn't for me. Really. Not at all. I was like, oh, this is too polished. This is this looks too nice. Really, that's interesting. I, I was like, this it feels. It felt like more like it felt like more like that time period. I like, dude. If they if they did recolor it, uh, you know. Maybe they wanted to do that. Well, it was, it was very washed out, which is like basically the way that they. It, it um, no, I didn't feel washed out. Like it didn't feel washed out enough to me, at least. Like the, the like part I really noticed the most, like whenever it was washed out, was like whenever Clooney was like walking out there in the in the lot by himself, mm-hmm. uh, trying like trying like say his lines. I was like, oh, this is really really washed out right here. I can tell that they washed out this. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm a, since I'm a film person, filmmaker, whatever, mm-hmm. I can enjoy a movie while also thinking about the way they made a movie. So it's yep. like one of those parts that I was like watching and I was like, oh, this feels very washed out. I wonder if it gets blah, 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 blah. With the right. effect, whatever. So. Um, yeah, and I was like, like whenever they'd show, um, like like they were showing dailies, they'd, they looked too clean to me all the time. There, there were some parts where like they totally got it right. But like, there, there yeah, there were parts where it just like, it, it looked too nice. Um, mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it, the, that was that was one of the complaints I had that I didn't really write down. But like, I mean, it was like it was fine. Uh, like, I, that's not that's not really a detraction from the movie. It's like I wish I wish they did a little bit more to it. Yeah. In terms of um, age, like making it kind of look a little bit older. Okay, well, that's fair. Um, do you want to? I'm, I'm I'm out of notes right now. Are you? you yeah, okay. I'm I'm pretty much done as then well. Then let's go and give it a Jamie rating. Right. So out of ten, Chris. I repeat, Chris. Out of it's not like ten, out of, it's not out of seven, right? Out of ten, All right? I would give it. How, how many Jamies, Chris? Do you give this out of ten? I would give this. Okay, I have two ratings for this thing. Two okay, ratings. one is a seven out of ten as a movie, mm-hmm. and a seven point eight out of ten for entertainment factor. Okay, I don't, I don't know why I have to give it two different ratings to this thing, because I just no. I think you need to specify. <laughs> Because it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so, okay, so my 7.5, basically, or, or, yeah, 7.5, whatever, my 7 rating is mm-hmm. for, like, as a movie itself, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 7.8 out of 10 because... For, as a comedy? As a comedy. As, like, a, as okay. like a fun little movie, whatever. Right. Like, so it's, like, it's not something you can like, probably watch too many times, probably. Right. You know, I'm probably not going to go watch, watch it for a little while longer, but it's, that's kind of, you know, Right. So I, um, you know, that's just that's how I just how I yeah. felt. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this six Jamies. Okay. That I mean, like that's still on the positive side. Yeah. Um, you know, like with Tomorrowland, we we kind of predicted that it was gonna bomb, and we were kind of urging people to go see it. I'm not I'm not gonna urge people to go see it. I I I mean, I want it to do well just because it's the Coen Brothers, and I don't want them to like you know, not. Ever get a movie again? <laughs> yeah, another good movie. Not like that's gonna happen. They've had several like Oscars and you yeah, know, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Much. Uh, um, unfortunately, they're up against like Kung Fu Panda, so it's kind of like, yeah, right. good luck with that one. 
Which yeah, is weird when Deadpool way, the very next week. This so is a yeah, weird place to put Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. On, yeah, yeah in like, January. It's like supposed to be the crap month, right? And it's like... Right. It's I don't like, know. I guess they don't want to... Uh, I mean, ever, I'm guessing this uh, this uh, summer, it's it's going to be packed. Oh, uh, I mean, like the Civil every War, single week. Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Is it like... Yeah. Wait, I'm not yep. sure. I'm not sure. Marvel, whatever Marvel movies, who cares? It comes all, out. All 30 of them. Which, speaking of Marvel movies, our next movie podcast will be about mm-hmm. Deadpool. So yes. Look forward to that. Um, probably next week. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I would definitely sl- slipping this in really quick. I would definitely say when this comes out on Blu-ray, go ahead and rent it. It's definitely worth that. Yes. Anyway, that's our show for this week, y'all. So, <laughs> try that again. <laughs> Please try that again. <laughs> so anyway. That's our show for this week, y'all. Bye. <laughs> I was hoping you'd keep do it, doing it so it would be the, the, the scene. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Stop recording right now. <laughs> <laughs>